Hello, everyone, and welcome to Ask the Coach Show, Episode 3. Again, I've got Alois with me. Welcome, Alois. Hi, Jeff. How are you going? Very good, thank you. Excited to be back here, nice and early. It's just after 6 a.m. here in Australia, and we're excited to be answering your questions. So let's get underway. First, we've got a question from Rishab, and he says, Sir, I play table tennis, and while playing too fast, the ball sometimes hit my, hits my fingers, and the whole game goes wrong. So how do I prevent the ball from hitting my finger? Yep, good question, Rishab, because uh, this happens quite a lot, and we get this question a bit too. So the first thing is to make sure that you've got your finger down nice and low on your racket. So if you start to get it to creep up there, obviously you're going to... Uh, get it into the hitting area a little bit more. So firstly, make sure that it's there. There's often some writing at the bottom of the rubber there. Just make sure that you can always feel that under your finger when you're playing. So that will that will help. The next thing is to really watch the ball while you're playing. So make sure that as you as you um, playing, track the ball backwards and forwards. That gives you better information of exactly where the ball is, and it also helps you if the ball just swings a little bit and curves a little bit. The third thing, and this one's important, is to just make sure that your bat is coming at the ball with a full face. So if you're coming at the ball like that, so here comes the ball here, and there's your racket, then there's very little surface area that the bat's going to that the ball's going to see on your racket. And there you can often see that the ball is going to hit your finger because of that angle that the ball's coming in at. So make sure you open the racket up, the full face facing towards the ball, especially if you are having a lot of problems with the ball hitting your, your finger. So open that racket up and face wherever the ball is. Okay there, so uh, Rishab, try out those tips next time you're playing and see if you can improve in that area. Okay. So the next question we have is from Pat, and Pat was having problems countering services with combined spin, so when it's got like top spin and side spin on it. So how do you counter these types of serves, Alice? Yep, sure. So um, in our um, Receiving Secrets series, we go through quite a lot of these principles and basics, but one really important principle, and this is a, a, a big one for you to learn, is just learning to use the angle of your racket. So if my racket looks like that and, I, and the ball comes in at side spin, so it's going to go straight off that way or if it's got side spin the other way, it's going to go straight off the other way. To counter that, if the ball's going out that way, I need to turn my racket so that when the ball hits my racket, it goes out and hits the correct way or comes out the correct way and goes back straight to you. Now, if it's got a combined spin, so what he's talking about there is side spin and top spin, it's going to hit my racket and go sideways, but it's also going to go up. So it's going to go side and up that way. So now to counter that spin, I need to get it to go the other way. So I need to turn it this way because of the side spin, but then I also need to turn it down to counter the top spin. So now you can see the uh, angle of my racket changes a bit. 
So instead of being just straight like that to counter the side spin, it now becomes that to counter the side spin and the top spin. So it's all about the angle of your racket, understanding what type of spins on the ball first, and then organizing your racket angle to counter that spin. Yeah, interesting answer there, Alice. It seems like uh, returning serve is one of the most complicated parts of the game of table tennis. Yeah, it is. And especially when we often find that players, when they first go to a club, are encountered with these people doing these weird and wonderful spins. And it all looks really complex and complicated to start off with. And, and the ball's flying off your racket at all different angles. But with just a little bit of understanding of what's happening with the spin, watching the uh, opponent's uh, contact of the ball, watching the flight of the ball, you all start, you start to get all of this experience. And soon you find as long as you're following those basic principles, you can get the ball to go back on the table. We always say there's no serve that anyone in the world can do if they do the same serve 10 times to you that you're not going to be able to get it back by the 10th time using this principle because it's just a matter of understanding and learning the angles and if you just change the angle slightly each time, eventually you're going to get the ball to go back to where you want it to go. Okay, there you go, Pat. So try and uh, learn as much as you can about spin and then get out there and try and practice returning serves and you will get better at it. So stick with it and keep practicing. Good luck, Pat. Okay, so now David has a question for us. And David's talking, um, he says, my coach told me to hold the bat differently when he's serving. But in his last competition, I felt I didn't manage to change the grip on the bat fast enough, so he served with a different grip, couldn't change back, and then he was in trouble. So um, he's wondering, should he stick with this modified grip for the serve, Alois? Um, so firstly, yes, stick with the modified grip, because the modified grip, and it's probably, um, he's probably showed you the grip for the pendulum serve, where you're taking those three fingers away from the handle and make and putting them behind the handle there. That allows you to use your wrist much better for your serve. Now, the key here, once you've mastered that, is to be able to switch that back straight from there, your modified grip, to your normal shake hand grip. And we often find that initially when players are learning this, they'll serve and then they'll try and play the next shot with that modified grip and it just doesn't work very well. So. In training, or even if you're just sitting in your lounge room watching telly or whatever it is, practice. Um, no one watches telly anymore, Alois. They'll be watching uh, Google Plus Hangouts. Good point. Good point, Jeff. Um, <laughs> so sit there, sit there watching your Hangouts and practice changing from this to this, from your modified serving grip to your normal grip. Then when you get back on the table, Practice that transition a lot. So practice a serve and holding your bat properly. Serve, holding your bat properly. So even if you're doing some service practice, you can do that. Um, you know, even if there's no one at the other end, do your serve and then get back into the ready position so that you're getting the brain used to that movement from here to here. Okay. Again, good advice, Alice and David. So really practice that, and I'm sure that 
in with just a little bit of practice, you'll be able to switch from the modified service grip to the normal shake hand grip pretty quickly, and um, then you'll be really getting the biggest advantage out of your serve and then being ready to play. Okay, so Mukul now has the question for us, and he's facing difficulty while countering higher returns, bouncing just on the end of the table. He often plays close to the table and he has a tackle style of play. It seems like an unusual weakness, he says, but how can you help him when the ball comes up high and lands deep on the table? Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. And, again, a really common problem. Because often, if you're standing really close up to the table there like that, and the ball bounces close to you, it does. It becomes a really awkward shot because the ball's too close to you and it's hard to play your natural stroke. So you know that your natural stroke, you're hitting the ball out in front of you here and here. So what we need to do is we just need to improve that movement, backwards and forward movement. In table tennis, we we focus a lot on the lateral movement, so moving sideways across the table. So sometimes this movement doesn't come that naturally to us. So practice moving in and getting a shorter ball and then moving out and hitting the longer ball. So again, it's a matter of practice. Now your movement is pretty similar. So you're moving um, from in to out, just you can uh, shuffle sideways or even just take a jump. So with both your legs just jumping backwards and into position. So if you can do that, you'll find that you'll get into a better position to play your stroke. So again, it's all about making good position, making um, or getting yourself in the right place to play your natural strokes well. Now, when that ball is long and high, Obviously, it's a reasonably easy ball, but if you're not in a good position, then it's not an easy ball. So really concentrate on jumping back into position first and then making a shot. And I think some good points to note there also, Alois, is that you need to be watching the ball closely because if you're tracking that, you're going to notice when the ball goes a bit higher and you'll even probably notice that it's coming deeper. And that's probably, you need to... See that early so you can get into position early. Yeah, that's right. That gives you just that fraction of a second more that will help you to um, to react a little bit quicker and, and, as you say, get into position better. Yep. Yeah. And if you do get into position, then that high ball that is difficult for you does become much easier. So really focus on the ball and then try and make good position, Michael. I hope that helps. Well, that uh, wraps up our Ask the Coach show, episode three. I hope you like the new format. Uh, leave some comments to let us know what you think. And make sure you visit our website, www.pingskills.com, for more great table tennis tips. Thanks for watching. Thanks, Alois. Thanks, Jeff. See you.